listener production. US stocks consolidate following a heady week. And Aussie shares expected to open modestly higher on Monday ahead of earnings from Suncorp. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday the 26th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, you and I are like beachcombers. We uh, walk along the shore of the markets each day, picking up whatever the detritus of uh, that's been thrown up in the last day. I'm just curious, what are your thoughts after the developments of last week? Well, Tom, I think we've seen a very interesting situation whereby the markets have been focused on earnings. So, of mm. course, NVIDIA, the poster child of artificial intelligence, has driven the rally and we have seen, if you look at fourth quarter earnings, they're on track for the S&P 500 companies to lift by 10% from the year earlier period, which is much stronger than expected. We've also seen better than expected economic data that supported the rally, which has seen stocks on Friday once again hit fresh record closing highs. And we have seen this despite the move up in US Treasury yields. It's a good point that you make, Ryan. We have spoken previously about that virtuous intersection between the economy, earnings and interest rates. And we're certainly very much at that place right now. But because markets, by definition, are neurotic, as are the people who participate in them, uh, we're looking for the next shoe to drop or what could potentially be the, the next stumble. So whilst you talk about NVIDIA, I would invoke another example last week of a stock that was perhaps the opposite uh, with Palo Alto Networks, which is an organization that sells cyber security uh, products. And they have tweaked some of their approaches in terms of the way that they are selling their products. uh, And the markets are concerned about what that means for pricing. And you saw the stock fall 28%. uh, And that only happens when things are primed to perfection in terms of expectations and then something small changes and then uh, you see an aggressive response. I just wonder whether or not the markets are vulnerable to that type of development. I definitely think so. And of course, the markets have a big challenge this week ahead. We've got a barrage of inflation data being released, not only in the United States. That's precisely my point, Ryan. It's like we communicate telepathically. We do. (laughs) But we've also got Australian inflation data to look forward to. So much will depend on that. If inflation renews its downward trend, that is going to be helpful to interest rates and that can provide the next catalyst for a move up. However, as expected, if the US Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation, the core personal consumption expenditures deflator. If that lifts by 0.4% in the month of January and misbehaves, which would be the biggest lift in about a year, then certainly we could see the same reaction as we saw when we got that hotter than expected consumer price index for January when the markets sell off. Exactly. So I apologize to the listener for having to wait so long to be told what happened on Wall Street on Friday. The Dow Jones rose by 0.2 of a percent. The S&P 500 was flat. Uh, The Nasdaq was down by a third of 1%. But uh, there are some other important indices. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index was actually down by just over a percent. And the Russell 2000 index, which is a measure of um, small organizations, was up just slightly. So trying to get a sense of the breadth of the market at the moment, where the accelerants are coming from and what's what, if anything, is holding things back. Well, we did see the tech sector take a bit of a breather yeah. on Friday. That was clear after the artificial intelligence euphoria of NVIDIA's result. NVIDIA did lift by 0.4% on Friday. It traded briefly above $2 trillion US dollars mm. in market valuation for the first time. But we saw some of the other magnificent seven, as they're called, Apple, 
Tesla, Meta platforms and the like, they're down by up to 2.8%. So we did see some profit taking perhaps in the tech sector, despite the fact that treasury yields actually fell. That was probably the uh, the thing that has been under appreciated in recent weeks is that you've seen a grinding higher of interest rates, as you pointed out before. That is going to be the limiting factor, I think, this week. Certainly, if we continue to see those higher than inflation expected numbers this week, then perhaps we'll see those yields go back up. So we saw the US 10-year Treasury yield down by eight basis points to 4.25%, and the two-year was down three basis points to 4.69%. We heard from New York Fed President John Williams, who added to the chorus of central bank officials who believe interest rate cuts will be delayed this year despite stronger than expected inflation and labour market data in January. European markets did okay uh, on Friday as well. Madame Lagarde was out uh, out and about, um, and she was a little bit dovish in her her conversation that helped but um, at record highs the European markets they don't seem to be as vulnerable as the US markets. Well we did hear from Christine Lagarde she said that relatively benign fourth quarter wage growth data is encouraging but not yet enough to give the central bank confidence that inflation has been defeated. What we did see in Europe was a second record peak in a row on Friday Banks were up 0.8%, steered by a 4.9% jump in Standard Chartered. The UK lender announced a $1 billion US dollar share buyback and rewarded shareholders with dividends after an 80% rise in 2023 profits. Let's just quickly reflect on the local picture, which, to be frank, is underwhelming when you consider that uh, we have seen the local share market fall by 0.2% last week. It's down by a half of 1% in monthly terms, and you consider the euphoria that has uh, dominated the conversation in markets where the US is concerned, and here we are just um, treading water at best. Yes, we are, and that's primarily due to the fact that we're very strongly linked with China at the moment. The earnings season hasn't been too bad as far as up. results are concerned. There hasn't been that catalyst, has there? There hasn't been the tech catalyst that we have mm. seen in the United States for sure. So. Our market today is expected to open up by just four points or 0.1%. We could see energy producers under some pressure. We did see the US oil NYMEX price fall by 2.7% to 76.49 US dollars a barrel on Friday. Iron ore has also been under pressure. It was down 0.8% to 126.85 US dollars a tonne. We saw a continuation of declines in Chinese home prices in the month of January. And of course, property is a big contributor to the Chinese economy. So that could also be a weight on the local market today. As far as the local market's concerned today, we're going to get some updates, particularly from the likes of Endeavor Group, TPG Telecom, NIB Holdings and Suncorp. And Suncorp is expected to post cash earnings of $678 million for the first half. A lot of discussion about its relationship with ANZ Bank. So quickly, Ryan, inflation numbers loom as the highlight locally, but they are only the monthly numbers, which, to be frank, I, I wish they didn't pu- publish the monthly numbers. They seem to be an irritation more than anything else because of the fact that they are loaded towards different outcomes on, on different months. Well, yes. So it excludes a large proportion of the services prices, which are very important at the moment for the Reserve Bank, who needs some time to be certain on inflation declining. So the expectation is that the monthly consumer price index in annualised terms will lift from 3.4% to 3.6% in the month of January. 
and expecting to see elevated housing inflation to be offset by goods discounting, lower fuel and decline in international travel prices. And I'd also point out that the big lift in education prices, particularly for private schools, won't be a feature of the January numbers. That's more likely to be in February. Yeah. That's a good point. So I suppose this week in local terms, we've got a combination of domestic and Chinese economic news, which will be so important uh, in terms of just uh, assuaging any concerns about where momentum is going to come from locally. Well, that's right. So we get earnings headlined by Coles, Woodside, Suncorp and Harvey Norman. So it's a good cross-section of the earnings space. Also, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand could upend the bullish mood by challenging the consensus that global interest rates have peaked at its first policy meeting this year on Wednesday. Indeed. So, big week looms for local investors. The Aussie dollar is a grinding higher. It's trading at 65.6 US cents. Thank you very much for your company this morning. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.